Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. I'm your host, Mike C., back in the studio again this week. And before we get to the show and the news, uh, there is some breaking news that I just want to announce. Um, It was announced today. Um, He's just been cast to play the voice of Morgan Freeman. Everybody say hello to Rich. That's right. I am now officially the voice of God. You really are. Ah. You really are. Listen to it. It's like velvet. It is. It's amazing. (laughs) I'm so proud and happy about that. You know, Morgan. Fre- I'm playing Morgan Freeman in a biopic about Morgan Freeman, about Morgan Freeman being the voice of God. Yeah. So it's just perfect. Much. It's awesome. It's going to be an excellent. We're not going to go into details biopic. about how that's all going to work. That could be a little controversial, if you Stay will. Stay tuned. Stay, you know, a little Stay controversial. <laughs> it's, it, this is going to be your classic case of whitewashing in film. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, pretty much. Absolutely. We're going to get that a lot of sense. hate, but we'll sell a lot of tickets, too. Why the hell not? Yeah. you know what from now on i'm just gonna start with uh the other the other person that's in the studio with us all the time and uh we love him he's the host or excuse me he is the owner of 8122 production studios he is the host of us he's the host of us he's he's everything he's he is god you're actually playing his voice uh it, it would be ron hey what's happening I don't even know where to go after this, this <laughs> uh, okay. commentary here. Thankfully, I'm amazing at what I do. <laughs> but speaking of voice, I'll I'll, I'll segue because we found out breaking news style while we were we doing sure the A122 production slash Three Fat Nerds one year anniversary party. That Mark Hamill is the voice of Chucky in the new Child's Play reboot. Yes, yeah, and that was amazing. Like literally, we were standing there at the party. I was talking to Ken M, host of the ODPH podcast, and uh, he kind of nudged me and said, "Hey, look at this." And uh, you know, I had to come running up to you while you were doing the show and say, I'm, hey, hey, look at look at middle of a live show. And uh, that show will be released this uh, upcoming Tuesday. So this upcoming Tuesday, and uh, it'll be the in place of the Three Fat Nerds podcast, we're going to le- release the live uh, episode, which is amazing. Uh, and you got to hear that little tidbit. It's kind of funny. You get to hear you interrupt me and uh, the tidbit because we were live crowd, live mics, pal. Live mics. I like it. I like it. It was not, it's not as crisp audio as normal, but it's you can tell it's live. I liked it. It was gritty. It was live. It was like one of those bootleg tapes that you get <laughs> for uh, concerts. So, so do you think they just went through hours and hours of uh, robot chicken? And heard Mark Hamill's voice when he did it for Robot Chicken and went, that's who we need to get in That's there. who we need to get, yeah. Somebody was playing. Somebody was stoned off their ass playing Arkham Asylum. They were like, you know, the voice of the Joker would be great. Great. <laughs> if, I don't know. I hope he doesn't even change it. I hope he's just the Joker. And then he's going to get fired because as I just said, great, that's what the guy said. And he started thinking like, great, wait, Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Tony the Tiger's the guy we really need, damn it. Yeah. Tony, he Tony died like tiger. 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get it. We'll, we'll, we'll get him anyway. Else. Don Rickles is the voice of Mr. Potato Head in the new Toy Story 4. <laughs> and he's been dead. So nowadays we can do everything. Uh, everything. Don Rickles, rest in peace. What, what a I guy. know. But he's getting work, man. He's got another IMDb credit coming his way, courtesy of Toy Story 4. 
He's like Tupac Shakur. He's not really dead. Yeah, probably not. He's probably just underground. Yeah. He's trying to hide, his, hide from them other battle rappers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Mark Hamill news was certainly the biggest news, I, I would say, of the week. Um, that, that was kind of shocking. Good news. You know, for something that's been kind of frowned upon this whole time, it's pretty... I feel like big this, news for it. I feel like I honestly kind of feel like that wasn't the original plan. I feel like this is probably like this movie has been out of production. Like this is already the movie's already in post production. And I feel like there had to be a voice on set. And yeah. I feel like they were like, Man, this is tanking. People really don't like it. What can we do? Oh, the nerds seem to really like Mark Hamill. How about we have him come in and revoice everything? So that therefore we have something. Because I don't know. It was very vague when he was became a part of this production and don't you think you would have let off with that especially when people were crapping all over it like crapping all over it in facts that we've like we know they had to change trajectory during their initial push because they're like oh wait a minute it was kind of like we we all we compared it to the teenage mutant ninja turtles thing with uh um, Johnny Knoxville and no 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 uh, with uh Michael Bay where originally they were going to be from space and they're like no X now because uh, they had to redo everything. Well, it's like Johnny Knoxville took over the voice of Leonardo, and you, like it, like you can tell that it wasn't fitting. Yeah, right. <laughs> Some of the scenes weren't fitting right because, and I don't know who I forget who was the original. Right, but once again, like I'm just saying that, that yeah. that's just what I feel like. I feel like they're just doing something to get like a little more shot of something. Should, should, have, just should have done full Star Wars and went for James Earl Jones. Oh man, <laughs> could you imagine James, James Earl Jones as Chucky? <laughs> yeah. Just to, huh? Oh, or, or Morgan Freeman? <laughs> oh man, no Jar Jar Binks. Oh. Miso Miso. Hey, I, I Miso Binks. No, no, I'm just saying. Imagine it. Miso Miso kill you with his knife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, that, guy, so that guy needs working on too. So you know, yeah, some man. days you know, I wish I didn't come to the studio. Or you know what? We could have gone. This with, has turned into one of those. We could have gone with emo Hayden Christensen. And uh, oh no! Cheers to that, ladies and gentlemen. So he could destroy uh, not one but two franchises. But uh, all right, mannequin Skywalker. Well, oh. speaking of the Joker, uh, as we all know, Mark Hamill, famous for Luke Skywalker, but also for voicing the Joker across the last thirty years. Uh, the movie Joker uh, trailer hit today. What'd you guys think? I don't know. <laughs> I oh. really don't know. The, you gotta do. You got. You gotta watch it. I'm, I did watch it twice, and I still. Oh, don't you know. still. I thought that was like, and I don't know because you didn't watch no, it. Oh, I, I don't know how I feel. About I think this. it looks awesome. I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna tell you why I'm a fan. It's got a lot of killing joke elements to it. There's a lot of like that kind but of the, Joker, not, yeah. not the storyline, but that kind of Joker. But the Bruce scene threw me. Uh, that's 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 allegedly allegedly that's a young Bruce Wayne, allegedly. However, I'm looking at it like this. How about I'm I'm really starting to believe. The DC has done something right in the movies. Like, mind you, they've gotten rid of DCU, so I can't say DCU because none of them are connected anymore. But I think they're doing something right. So we have saw Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, I would argue, is the crazy persona of the Joker. The devil may care, just burn the world down because it's fun. Yeah. Okay, so you have that. So Arkham Asylum kind of Joker, if you will. Yeah, though, yeah. If you will. You had Jared Leto, who played a Joker, who is very much crime boss crazy but a crime boss yeah so now we need to get the third iteration of joker to fill out the trilogy the trilogy of jokers and that would be more of your classic joker uh i.e go back to the days of uh caesar romero in the 60s and we haven't seen that on the screen yet so i feel like that's where they're going for this story they're going with that kind of a joker and kind of going hey haha we've already told you there's three jokers in our comic books so now we're just making 
three Jokers in in the movies. And yes, I know somebody would be like, well, Jack Nicholson. But once again, we're talking about modern DC yeah. where they don't, yeah. you know, that doesn't connect. So we're talking from, you know, Dark Knight on where we're in that modern DC universe. We've had three because you got to remember they're connected in a way because Suicide Squad had Batman in it. Ben Affleck, who was Batman at the time, was in Suicide Squad. Albeit briefly, he was in Suicide Squad. So therefore, it's all connected. And, you're, and if you go with this is taking place in the past, and that is a Bruce Wayne, once again, it's 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 attached. If that's a young Bruce Wayne, it's attached. So I'm all right with it. It's I I want I'm more impressed with it than I thought I was going to be, because I thought it was going to be one way from this the horrible uh, snuck footage that we kept getting, mm-hmm. and it looks a lot different. Yeah, I would agree, and I, I do see what you're talking about with the killing joke. You know, just the the way that the character is prior to becoming the joke. You know, it's it's almost sympathetic. You mm-hmm. know, it's which which you get from the killing joke. Um, I don't know. I feel I, that's what they're going for, though. I think they're going for a more sympathetic Joker into the transformation into the unsympathetic right. Joker. Right, and the one thing I will say that I'm hoping for is, you know, they've really toyed with the Joker's look over the last 10 years, 15 years, you know, since the whole Heath Ledger thing. Um, they kind of changed his look the traditional look of the joker they, they have toyed around with it a lot i don't he may very well end up looking like heath ledger or the comic book version of the joker by the time it's done i kind of hope they do because i don't like the normal clown paint you know what i would do i i this is what exactly what i would do but it would mess up the mythos but it doesn't matter at this point in juncture just just do it just go with this so you go through this whole movie with joaquin phoenix and you and i say put a twist in at the end have the joker in a chair Modern times, because I'm assuming this takes place in the past. Modern times, Joker spins around as Jack Nicholson. Full-on <laughs> Jack Nicholson Joker. Now, mind you, you don't have to use the same backstory. You can say this was his backstory and just change everything, because you can do that. Why not? Okay. I can see that. Just I, that I, way we get to see him one more time in the paint, because that would just be kind of that would no, be kind I, of awesome. And it, he would be older, which would make a lot of yeah. sense. Right. I, I, don't know. I, I just think it's just the magic of editing and a a decent mountain songs and that give you twist to this, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be good. You don't, I don't know. I, I, I and I'm a Joker it, fan. Like I, I just don't know. Listen, I thought it was going to be horrible and now I'm on it. It might, I, now I'm on, I'll go see it. That's, that's the whole thing before I was like, I have no interest. And now I'm like, I'll go see it. Now, mind you going into that, I don't think it's going to be the greatest movie I've ever seen, yeah. but I'm going into it going, you know what? At least I'll give it a chance now because you know, it's, it's something. It looks different than what I thought it was going to be. I thought they were going to yeah. totally... Because there, there was a point in Juncture where it looked like the only similarity for the Joker character at all was going to be dressing like a clown. Yeah. And now now when you see it, there's a bunch of stuff. You're like, okay, wait a minute. It's starting to make a little more sense. They're going old school Joker on it, but that's fine. I, You know, I almost wonder, just from things you were starting to read and see about it, I was almost wondering if it wasn't going to have anything to do with the Joker, like that Joker. Yeah. But, you know, obviously, you know, when it starts up today, there's things all over the place for Gotham. So thank goodness that it wasn't what it was. But I kind of wondered if it was going to be something completely unrelated there for a minute. Yeah, I did too. But it, I, I was very happy to see, like, Arkham. Yeah. Well, at least Arkham Hospital. It wasn't the asylum quite yet. Right. But I was happy to see Arkham. Because then I was like, oh, okay, we are doing a yeah, Gotham yeah. movie. And like I said, allegedly, allegedly the child in that is Bruce Wayne. Allegedly. Right. right. And once again, it's not been confirmed. Obviously, the movie isn't out. So we'll see. Which would make, it would make a really creepy, kind of interesting story. 
if right. it is. However, I think I would. I think uh, maybe the uh, directors and the people who are in charge of that might just be yanking someone's chain. I think we might get it to see an interaction between a uh, Bruce Wayne and this version of the Joker. It might not be that kid. It might yeah. just be a tease that everybody reads into, and then later on you see like maybe like a teenage or young adult Bruce Wayne. You know, coming across him because I remember there's a political aspect to this movie too. Yeah, I know, but it just it was behind looked like Wayne Manor with the gate and mm-hmm. and a rich boy. <laughs> That's true. We once again though we don't know. That's why I say allegedly because I don't want to spread gossip that is not turns out to not be true. Also, we do know that his father would be the is kind of the foil to the Joker yeah. in this movie. That's how we know it takes place in the past. Because it's uh, <laughs> obviously duh. I couldn't take place in the future if that was a game. Well, yeah, I know. But I, I'm just <laughs> no, pointing out the fa- being wise. Hey, there's some maybe some people that don't know the Batman mythos. Obviously, DC believes that nobody knows the Batman mythos because <laughs> they try to tell it to us in every movie for some reason. But I'm just covering my bases, I guess. You know, I mean, <laughs> that whole sign for the kid. Even Batman listens to his mother. <laughs> oh, jeez, that's so good. That is pretty good. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm on the fence. I'll, I'll see it, but it definitely. I, I like the trailer. The trailer was definitely intriguing. I need, I need one more trailer. Different. Yeah, well, you're gonna get a better. Tra- you know, you'll we'll, we'll, as we get closer. That's not even coming out until October. We got yeah. a long ways, yeah. man. But I'm, I'm at least my interest is peaked now. Yeah, like you, before, it wasn't. I'll tell you too. For what was being considered a teaser, it was a full length trailer. So, or at least it appeared to be. Well, now trailers so, are getting longer, yeah. which is I mean, kind it was of. Two, it was almost three minutes long. So it's not I, when it, when I saw it was a teaser, I was like, ah, oh, this isn't going to be long. And it, I mean, it was almost three minutes long. So it it was a full trailer, my opinion. I, I do want to see more though. Yeah. Well, yeah. they probably put it so they can put it in movies theaters. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up on the list, uh, recently there was a story that came out um, that there was the uh, rumored long uh, hidden away footage from Halloween 5 uh, and that there was a crew of people that were looking to find it and unearth it and uh, try to find this missing footage that has never been seen before and uh, they found it. it. Story broke yesterday that uh, they did find this footage. Um, the big thing is there's a different beginning to the movie that's right so sounds kind of cool i kind of can't wait to see this now the the priest of death or whatever they call him yeah so that's dr death or something dr death that's who resurrects uh michael myers before meeting his demise by michael myers so i'll I'll, here's what i think about this it's cool i i like to see it but i still like the beginning of five just fine because i love the fact of the beginning of five is just the allegory of the the snake and the old man and you know it's just like that he's he's left for dead the old man finds michael in the river he brings him in he nurses him back to health michael wakes up and kills him just like the you know the old story the old man nurses the snake back to health the snake bites him and as the man's dying of venom he goes why did you do this to me he goes at the he's like i'm a snake right you know so i thought that was a cool allegory for that and it was really and I, I, that's why i've always enjoyed that open i mean i like to see this one because it just sounds brutal and i think that's why uh, uh, that's why they said it was cut was because it was it was too brutal and too occult right it was, right it was gory and occult and that's why they cut it and then they made part six and 
Yeah, they just <laughs> they just went way south on the occult. So they might as well have started it here, and yeah. then you know it would have made a little more sense in six. It would have had a better flow to that next movie anyway. Right. So, However, yeah, no, man, not so much. I can tell you this: just a little bit of footage, it's something you could probably find on YouTube. I certainly won't go out and get another copy of Halloween Five <laughs> once it comes out, and they've got this included at some point. Mm. Is deleted scenes? I don't know, but you know, it's interesting nonetheless. I wonder what else they found, or I'd- what else, what other. Uh, stuff you know I'll just wait till the next blu-ray box that comes out because i haven't bought it yet and then i'll buy that one and then i'll have then it on have there it. and i'll also have the producer's cut of uh curse of michael myers which is eons better than the uh the regular cut we have yeah it is so i agree with that it's still amazing. very flawed but it is a oh, better film mo- okay the movie's always going to be flawed nothing's going to make it like a top 10 movie or whatever it's not never going to be a classic like citizen kane however when you see the producer's cut, it's amazing compared to what we got to, what the what the garbage we got fed prior to that. Right, right. Well, I think this is a good spot to take a quick break. We're going to come back with some more news. But before we do that, check out our Facebook if you haven't already done that. Like and share that. That's HorrorZone607 on Facebook. Of course, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram as well, at HorrorZone607. Use the hashtag HZ607. And we're going to listen to some Crimson Brethren, I do believe. Oh, always the best. Well, we're not going to listen to them. You at home get the joy to listen to them because, obviously, we're just taking a quick break, taking a little drink. We're going to come back. We have a few more news articles, and then we got a real awesome main event segment that uh, Mike keeps pitching to us. Yeah. So we'll be right back. Hey everybody, welcome back to Horizon 607. Uh, we got more news to share with you here. Uh, we only got through part of it in segment one, so uh, let's continue on with it. Sound good? Sound like yeah, a plan? that sounds sure. like a perfect plan. All right. Uh, so uh, there was uh, finally some news that came out yesterday uh, that the fan film Friday the 13th Vengeance will be coming next month in May. Um, anybody that didn't listen to one of our previous shows where we talked about it or hasn't seen anything. Uh, this is a fan film that's being made uh, that is a direct sequel to um, Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. Um, something a lot of fans always wanted. It's a, a you know longtime favorite of the series, and um, we're finally going to get a sequel, albeit a fan film, not, nothing official. But um, you know the teaser for that looks pretty good. Nice, nice. Looks like they did an awesome job. I have to be honest. It was on Kickstarter. Yep. It made us round. If you want to hear any more about the movie, it looks like uh, even though the Kickstarter is closed, you can still they're still posting stuff up there and information. So go just go to Kickstarter.com and uh, look for Vengeance. Friday the 13th Vengeance. Yeah. And uh, it's still up. And, you know, just to, I would stay in touch with that, too, because if it opens up again just to get, like, a hard copy if you want, that would be the way to do it. I'm not sure if it's coming out on YouTube or whatever. I'm assuming so because they usually can't put these out on anything that's going to make money because it's even though, you know, you skirt it with doing a fan film, you still can't profit off of someone else's ideas. 
Right. So, I mean, that's just how this usually works as far as yeah. fan films go. So YouTube would be the place that I would think it would be going. Just like another one of the amazing, and uh, we've already seen this, uh, Friday 13 fan films went, was uh, Never Hike Alone. Right. Which is back in the news because it's opening back up on Indiegogo because people want hard copies. So they said, you know what? We'll do another round of hard copies. I do believe you have until early next month to get in yeah. on it. Uh, so go to Indiegogo, search up Never Hike Alone. If you've never seen that, check it out on YouTube. Just type in Never Hike Alone on YouTube. It's a little over an hour long. Uh, hour 15. Yeah, something like that. Amazing. Yeah, it's, it's really an good. Amazing, it's an amazing fan film. I really dug it. You don't get the body count you've gotten in other ones, but it's real cerebral. It's real good. Yeah, yeah, very different, but I like it. I definitely dig it. If too. you like what you see and you want a hard copy, you can get that hard copy Indiegogo. Just search uh, Never Hike Alone. So I just wanted to throw that out there because I think that they deserve to you know, get a little more in there. I might even pick up a hard copy yeah. because I, I like the movie that much. Right. Well, that's awful nice of you, Rich. Excuse me. I, I, almost, I almost called you the wrong name that's now. That's okay. Yeah, I, been, I can't keep a, you guys straight. He's R&R. Been called, he's been called worse in his life, so it's okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, I've been called worse. Uh, I, I think one of us probably called you worse. All right. Uh, in, in news that nobody else in the studio cares about, uh, The Conjuring <laughs> 3 has been given a September 11th, 2020 release date. I'm excited. So it'll only be the second greatest disaster that's ever happened on September 11th. <laughs> oh. No. Oh. Too soon. And that was the end of our show. I don't think that's the end of the show. <laughs> I didn't say that that one was... It definitely is not superior to that one, but it's just, hey, they picked a great day to put out an, an abomination. I'm, I'm just joking. I joke, I joke, I kid, I kid. It's going to make a ton of money because people like those movies. Right, right. You know, I, I including Mike. Mike's a big fan. I yeah. love him. The Annabelle movies, eh, not so much, but... I like the universe. Well, I thought you were trying to. You were. You were all about the Annabelle movies. Oh, I like them. I don't love them. Ah, okay. So you just. They're love. not my favorites in, in that universe. They're probably my least favorite. Well, no, no, that would be the Nun. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. But, there was that movie that time. Yeah, yeah but I don't. I don't hate them the way that a lot of people do. Well, I don't so. hate them. I like the first one. The second one was all right, but I, I there's they just ghost story movies don't do it for me. Like it just doesn't do it for me. I don't know what it is. I've just never been a fan. And it's not because I'm scared because I find them just kind of lackluster. They're usually high in jump scares, which I think is just a cheap way to be like, oh, I'm a horror movie. We'll just jump scare you. There's no real thought to them. There's no, right. like, in my opinion. Once again, if you're a fan, sorry, but it's just, there's no real, like, like you know where this story is going to go. There's only one way. It's like almost like zombie movies. Now, mind you, I enjoy funny zombie movies, but... Going past, you know, maybe the Romero classics and maybe 28 days and 28 weeks later, which I wouldn't even argue them to be zombie movies, more of outbreak, like, like brutal blood fest porn, if you will, because that number two is just violence for the sake of violence, yeah. which is fine with me at times. You, you need that. But I would say outside of those, like any serious zombie movies aren't aren't that great. They've never been. Right. However... The funny ones are awesome. I love Return yeah. of the Living Dead. Oh, well, how about first, this trailer couple. that just hit the other day? The new one with Bill Murray in it. Ooh, uh, I'm, I, I think it I, looks awesome. Listen, I'm going to see it because I love Bill Murray. I, I also like Adam Driver quite a bit. Kylo Ren getting works. He's another uh, Star Wars person in yeah, there. Yeah. We should just call this episode Star Wars. Star yeah. Wars goes horror because that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm gonna. It, it's gonna be fun. See, I like commies. I like Zombieland, and I just think it's weird that they're gonna put that out the same year Zombieland Two comes out. Kind of overshadowed. You just kind of pigeonholing yourself. Yeah. I don't know. 
I, uh, the funny ones I've always dug, though. Like I said, Return of the Living Dead, the first like three Return of the Living Dead movies are phenomenal because they're hilarious. And then, you know, they kind of got, they kind of tailed off and started taking themselves a little too seriously right. at some point in Juncture. And then the last, uh, uh, you know, obviously Zombieland. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. This, this is what ends up. Like, what my point is, is that when you have stuff like that, and I'm comparing ghost stories to that, is when you start getting slippery sloped into stuff that's horrible, i.e., you know, in the zombie realm, it was World War Z. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, and then, you know, Walking Dead going on for 20 years too long, and yeah. <laughs> I don't care what people tell me about that season finale. I'm just saying, I, I just I'm, I tapped out a long time ago. All right. Well, eh, who knows? We'll see how it plays out. I think it looks good. All right, next up, I know Rich is going to enjoy talking about this a little bit more because he's really been into this news. Uh, Extremely wicked, shockingly vile, and evil. The story of Ted Bundy uh, will be here on May 3rd on Netflix. That's right. This is amazing. This is the best news I've heard this week. It's kind of (laughs) like the Conjuring 3 news for me. (laughs) Right, right. But this movie's going to be far, far better. I mean... Let's be honest. It's already gotten amazing scores where it's been. It was at Cannes. It was at yeah. uh, it was at South by Southwest. Uh, it, we did hear that Netflix bought it. We know that they're going to put it in a theater for a short run. I do believe it was in September that they're going to do yeah, that, it's... just so they can try to get an Oscar nomination for Zac Efron. Uh, he looks amazing and creepy in this. I I think this is going to be one of those uh, awesome movies. And uh, obviously, it's a biopic, so it's not completely you know honest to the truth but it's you know it's i think it's going to be a good one yeah i agree anything else you want to say about it you're I, you're a huge fan you want to I, talk about i'm it? just i'm saying i've said a lot about it i mean i wrote a whole you go to 8122productions.com i wrote a whole, whole review about the 10 bundy tapes just go under 3fn reviews I, I, I'm I'm intrigued. I've said it on this show before. I'm intrigued by serial killers. There's not much that we can say about this movie that hasn't already been said by me. I'm just excited that we now have a date that's locked down, May 3rd. I know what, what the hell I'm doing. I'm going to watch that movie, <laughs> and I'm going to bask in the glory that is that movie. I think it'll be really good. And uh, it'll also spark the fact that possibly one of the best horror movies of the year will come out on Netflix. Yeah. So They've been getting better with them. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's going to take a lot. You know, you got you got the Pet Cemetery coming up this week. That that's a good segue right there. Pet Cemetery comes out this Friday, Thursday. If you want to go to one of the preview showings, I will be out of town for WrestleMania, so I will probably not be able to see it this weekend. Hopefully by next week when we uh, do a podcast at some point, I will have seen it already because I I'm, definitely want to seen it. You Although are going to it. the good the good the good news here is that uh, we have uh, Avengers Endgame tickets. At least me and Ron do. Thanks, Ken M. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> that Ken M. You know what? That guy. <laughs> I know he's like, oh, we have tickets. I'm like, oh, great. He's got Broadway. his finger on everything. Right, I know. Guy. It's great. There, there, six six p.m. on a Thursday. It was like it was like this like the first showing. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, we'll jump on that. He got him probably before him. the th- the site crashed. I don't know. He said he had a heck of a time getting them, so I feel yeah. like that. But you don't have to worry about that for Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery, you can get right in. Yeah, I'm assuming they'll make some money though. I, I, I think the I think Pet Cemetery. I I'm going to be conservative. I think it's going to. And also, you got to remember, there's another blockbuster coming out this week with Shazam. I'm going to say uh, Pet Cemetery. I don't know if it edges out Shazam. Maybe. I think it, I, it might. I think they're both going to do like 45, 50 million. Honestly, yeah. I think they're both going to do 45. 50 I, I, million. Unfortunately, I want Shazam to make all the money, but I, I don't. I don't think it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's I don't know. It's tough I, to say because it is a comic book movie. Yeah. Um, 
I just I don't know. I think that this might be the first one that really bombs. I just nobody no, seems to have Ant- anything Ant- good Ant-Man to say Wasp. about it. Technically, Ant Man and Wasp didn't do well in theaters. Technically, really? Yeah. Technically, so what? It only made five hundred so, so, million dollars instead of six hundred million. No, like Ant Man and Wasp did. Oh, do it well. did horrible money. Really? Yeah, yeah, no, it didn't do good at all. I just assumed that uh, all of those movies made. A billion dollars? No, Shazam will be fine. I don't know if it's going to make, make money. It's not going to make a billion dollars. No. I think it's going to see a lot more life on uh, DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't go wrong when big meets superheroes. And that's really what... Unless yeah. they mess this up. Unless the trailers just show that. And then we get in there and it's a serious comic book movie. And then I'm like, this was horrible. Uh, other than that, there's no... If it's like the trailers, fun, lighthearted. Like I said, big meets a superhero movie. It's going to be successful. It's going to find a life. Uh there's no superhero fatigue. James Cameron was wrong about that, and everybody else is wrong about that. They're, but they're, they're all making money. It's just, the thing is, some characters are going to make more money than others. Oh, no, I And am. Shazam opening week probably is only going to do $45, $50 million. I think the strongest thing for Shazam is if it's a lot of fun, it's going to be word of mouth. I'd watch week two on Shazam to yeah. make just as much, if not more money, because I think people are going to be hesitant because people don't know the character necessarily. Right. And uh, they would get confused if you told them it was Captain Marvel. Now, yeah. Not Captain to go Marvel. down a comic book you know, conversation on the horror show that we're doing here, but I, you know, I, I know who Shazam is. I'm familiar with who the character is. I, I've never read any of the comics or anything. Is it goofy and silly like this movie is building it up to be, or is it something that is more serious, like so a Batman the, or Superman? Both. Both. Like, okay. There's runs that get serious. There's runs that are goofy. Okay. Um, he was Fairfax Comics back in the 40s. I mean, he, his comic was outselling Superman comics back then. Okay. That's why when they went and sold, DC bought it. Okay. And then they just put it on the back burner to put Superman over because that was her only competition at the time. Right. Yeah, so, and he's hit a lot of um, pop culture icons too. Like some of Elvis's suits were based off of Captain Marvel's or Shazam's right. outfit, you know. So, I mean, he hits a lot of points. It's just people, you know, when, when you break down the story, people laugh. Like, Derek said was laughing all the time. Oh, say my name, Shazam! Uh, you know, like, <laughs> but they but they hit that point in the they trailer. They won him over. Yeah, but the trailer yeah. run him over because he they hit that point. He's like, you know, I mean, I think was, it looks like it's going to be a fun yeah. movie. Yeah, it's it's and that's um, what it is. You know, said being big, that I'm not a diehard fan of those kinds of movies. Big meets comic book movie. Yeah, that's really what it is. And I, I think fine. it's going to do well. I just don't think it's going to do as well as everybody thinks. I think it may pose a problem for Pet I, Cemetery as big as it is. As much as people are going to go see it, I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I don't think people are actually giving it credit to do as well as it's supposed to be. I think that they've got. Cap, I, well, okay, I almost like Captain Marvel because that's his, okay. you know who it really is. Anyways, I think they have Shazam slated to make forty million dollars opening week, and they have and and Pet Cemetery for some reason they're slating high in the sixties, talking about maybe even really maybe even overtaking uh, us. And I don't I don't think that's, I, ever that's gonna not going to happen. First of all, I think us is still going to make probably twenty million dollars this weekend. Yeah, I just want to throw it yeah. out there. Probably between fifteen and twenty million dollars will be made more for us. Pet Cemetery, I I think it's going to be a big weekend in the box office, especially here in the Northeast. It's supposed to be nice, yeah. uh, and so I feel like this is going to be a big week. But I feel like Captain or sorry Shazam, sorry I keep doing it because no, I'm so used to calling him Captain Marvel because that's who it is in yeah. the comic books. Shazam will probably make somewhere between forty and fifty million, and I think that uh, forty-five to fifty million for Pet Cemetery. You really think they're going to be that neck and neck, huh? Uh-huh. I just I I, I just, feel like it's going to be a lot of the same audience. I'm afraid. I feel that, like they're both there's going to be people who go to see one and then go to see the other one. See, I'm just a little bit afraid that it's only going to be like in the twenty-five to thirty million range for Pet Cemetery. No. Although it's it is a classic, it, you know, it, it's not going to do what it did. But it's, it, it, I just, I, I don't know. It's coming it's out getting a lot of hype. 
it's here's com- the problem. It's coming out at a bad time. Yeah, every that movie been right now is coming out as a bad. Yeah. No, it's not even October for like like the horror horror movie myth that you have to come out in October is just false. In January, it makes it bigger though. It, yes and no. In January, yeah. Escape Room yeah. just made over a hundred million dollars. That's a January. In February, uh, the what was it? February. Uh, no, I didn't come out in February, but Happy March. Death Day Happy Death Day. Yeah, Happy Death Day. Yeah, okay, and that made it made decent money. It made yeah. they make the same money that the original made. The sec the the uh, us just yeah. did the highest box office for a horror movie ever at seventy one mm-hmm. million in opening weekend. The original. And that's a mar- original title, sorry, because yeah. Hall- the only thing it beats is Halloween at eighty million. Yeah. Right, but if if you look at if you look at that, that's March. March is supposedly a dead time. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely trending and us, upward. And Us came out, what, two weeks after Captain Marvel, which yeah. is a gigantic open because it's a Marvel film. Right. Uh, so, you know, you got to take that into account. The reason why I say that Pet Cemetery is coming out at a bad time is it's literally coming out after the coattails of Us, two weeks after Us came out originally. So you think people so got people the hangover are still, still? Well, people are still watching Us. Secondly, it's yeah, coming yeah. up against a comic book movie that is for better or for worse like I said it's probably only going to do 40 to 50 million dollars but that's still 40 or 50 million dollars out of your box office right. also it's coming up after a movie like Captain Marvel within a month of Captain Marvel where that just made uh, over a billion dollars worldwide and in the states alone it did almost 500 million yeah. I do believe it was so you, you have all of those factors and people are gearing up right now to buy and, and buying tickets which will help hurt ticket sales because people just spend a ton of money to to get Avenger Endgame tickets that comes up at the end of this month, the 25th, 26th. Yeah. Well, 26th is when it officially comes out. The preview show is on the 25th. Right. So you're looking at a really bad time for any movie to come out. Yeah. Not just not just Pet Cemetery, And it's not going to say... I'm telling you, Pet Cemetery will probably in the box office overall, I, I do believe it'll probably make, but like I said, it's a $45, $50 million opening week. And it'll probably in the box office, probably get $100 million, which will be great for that movie because I think it only costs like 20 or 30 million to make i think it was it's it's a very lower so it's going to make more than it in it than they it's going to make more than what they paid so that's always a key to success as kevin smith will tell you kevin smith says that you don't the reason you don't make big budget movies is because if i make a movie for 10 million and it makes 32 million dollars opening week i've covered everything everything and then i get to make i get to make more movies whereas if i make a movie that costs 300 million and it only makes a hundred million opening week, which is the biggest thing that he would ever do, because a hundred million would be bigger than anything he's ever done. Yeah, that's still a failure. You lost two hundred million yeah. because if you open it with a hundred million, it's a long climb to three hundred. Oh yeah, it really is. I mean, think about it. Captain Marvel opening week made almost two hundred million. It was uh, yeah, it was something, something ridiculous. Yeah. So to, you know, you have to you have uh, worldwide. It was like three hundred yeah. million or whatever it was. It was like the second highest opener. No, no, it was the first highest. No, second highest opener only domestically. It was the first, second highest opener behind uh, Black Panther, and worldwide, it was the first yeah. biggest opener. Right, not counting something called Infinity War. Yeah, or the Notebook. No, yeah. no, that, but you know that's that's just how Hollywood works. So right, right. I it's feel also, like it's I, also a rough season. It this, is a rough this season. is a rough season because you got Disney with every Dude, other Dumbo yeah. came out this past week. Yeah, Dumbo came out. You got Aladdin, Lion King. Uh, well, so you're Disney. You have so Disney's got a late start technically. Captain Marvel was their first. No, film. no, I, 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 but I, I, I'm I just saying. Like, I think about it. They got a late start. Their first Disney movie coming out through Marvel was Captain Marvel in March. But then you had Dumbo, yeah. and then right after Dumbo, you have Endgame, which will be the highest grossing movie of all time. That's not really yeah. something that I'm. I feel comfortable saying it because it will be. Uh, then you have Aladdin, and then The Lion King, and then you have. 
You end the year with Star Wars. Then you got Spider-Man Far From Home. Spider-Man Far From Home comes out in between there as well. But then, like I said, you end the year with Star Wars, which will be like this. It will be the top five grossing movies of all time. Yeah, this is not. This is not a. This is a bad year for people. Disney's got ten movies, right? And all (laughs) of them are going to make. All the money, except yeah. for you know. Here's the bad part: they're actually kind of hurting their own product because Dumbo in a different year, Dumbo would have made more money, yeah. and that only opened to forty some million, yeah, which right? is ridiculous for that property. I think it was I uh, was forty six, forty yeah. somewhere between forty two and forty six domestically. I'm not right. sure worldwide, but think about it. That's how ingrained Disney is right now. And Pet Cemetery is not a Disney project. Right, and that that's gonna you know it it is what it is. So it's, I don't hold it against them. I think they'll do like I said. I I'm I think that I might go over on the 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 opening week, but I would like to say it's going to be a big opening week for two things to do forty to fifty million, which I think that's that's it's likely, and then the following week I think it'll do like twenty. So I think in its theater run, which will be about three weeks, because that's when Endgame you know totally over, uh, you'll probably get about a hundred million out of both of them domestically or you know i think, think you might get a little yeah. more out of shazam and yeah. i and i want to say that is i'm telling you word of mouth word of opening mouth, week is going to be then, like a 40 million dollar week i bet you second week is another 40 million dollar week and the reason why i say that is because word of mouth is going to get more people to go see yeah, that and then i also think when people can't get into endgame they'll go catch shazam yeah if it, yeah you're holding on that so, long. so it'll hold off that third week and probably get about 22 but let's just be honest. Horror's been doing big stuff. Oh, I, I, looks, I I'm just saying you're going to have uh, obviously almost a million, a hundred million dollars opening week for us. So that's going to world that, that worldwide. I don't know what the worldwide totals are, but I I guarantee domestically that movie's going to pull in two hundred million, two hundred fifty million, uh, easily. Um, on its on just its theater run, and then you had over a hundred million for Escape Room. You're you're going to have you know Pet Cemetery. I bet it'll be right around that hundred million mark, if not more than that. And then last but certainly not least, you have it, which will do. That's going to make all big bucks. And I actually do have something up right now. It is actually Pet Cemetery is only predicted uh, or projected to gross twenty five to thirty million this weekend. So see, I don't always go by the projections. Though. You never know. That, that's a little low, but because it, it does seem low. There's nothing. There's nothing else really. But out. it could. If if it does that, it's still I, successful because the thing only was. It was. I think thirty million dollars is all they well, took. Well, I, th- I think the projection dropped from after all the end. Yeah, it must have because I thought that I did see a higher projection yeah. too. Yeah, it is. But... I'm telling you, that's why I don't always go buy projections because yeah. people are assuming that people spend all this money on Endgame and don't have money to buy tickets. You're not realizing how much people who do go to see movies have money. There's two movies coming out this week. We haven't had a double feature in a while that yeah. was worth a damn. So people our age. You know, thirties, you know, thirties through fifties, if you will, who like going to movie theaters. That's where you make most of your money. Right. This is a week for us to go to movie, two movies, yeah. to do a, a legit double feature, which doesn't happen, and we haven't had that in a few weeks. Yeah, they all avoid each other. It seems like you know the bigger ones, they they avoid coming out on the same weekend. So you're right. You yeah. know, this mm-hmm. it, it has been it's a while. A, it's been a while since we've had a double feature weekend, and I believe this will be one of them. And I I'm. Because if I wasn't going to WrestleMania this weekend, I would be totally seeing both of these movies. Right. Totally. I, I just won't be going to see them this weekend. Probably next week, but that, my money will get added in then. But it's just, yeah, other than the fact that I had plans this weekend. And, you know, but that's how many people have those plans. Only WrestleMania only can draw 86,000 people this year. <laughs> you know, right. so let's say that that's 86,000 tickets away. That There's still 300 million people in America. Right. And of the age to buy stuff, that's still over 100 million. So, I mean, I'm telling you, it's... And with the price of tickets and shit. Right. <laughs> it's not hard to get there anymore. But I think it's time to switch gears. 
Because we're going to come back and we're going to have a little fun, right, Mike? Yeah, we absolutely are. The guys do not know. You know normally, what? we kind of discuss. We go over the outline of the show before we come on the air and everything. The guys do not know what I've got in store for them and, and for you, the listeners, this week. Uh, hopefully, it'll be a healthy little debate. I hope it gets heated. I hope the punches get thrown in this room. I, no, I do. We're not, we're not. We're not too violent about no. it. Somebody might go through a window with this. It we, might be me. We are. It might be me, and you'll see why. I was going to say, if you went to this, if you went to, the, you were yeah. at the party. That's yeah, we get down by just verbal. Yeah, we don't. We don't have to. We don't have to throw punches. We uh, just. We just. We just somebody was hanging other. me by my toes over the railing. Come on, somebody was doing it. It gets violent. I don't know who was doing that. Who it definitely doing. wasn't us. I might have just had too, too much to drink. I was, say, I was, I was too busy say, trying to hide my natty daddy from Derek, Super Fan Sean. I had too, in, one too many ice. Derek's bag. Yeah. <laughs> I got Derek, iced one too many times. Derek, so. Derek was a little, a little intoxicated, so it wasn't him, and I was busy. Yeah. I think I I did I did I, I, let's face it, I did it to myself, okay? I did it to myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm just too all right, busy for All right, it. Vanilla Ice, calm yeah. it down over there. <laughs> but once again, we want to hear your thoughts. And I mean, we went pretty in deep on movies yeah. there, so that's pretty awesome. I mean, that's a little that's what we kind of do, a little side scroll. Sometimes you get some good gems there. But if you got anything to talk about, uh, you know, if you want to support any of the indie films coming out, hey, like I said, we said before, go to Indiegogo, take your ass to Kickstarter, find some stuff that you can be a part of. Also, you know, just any thoughts, hit us up. We, we are always putting this stuff out there so follow us on facebook horizon 607 of course twitter and instagram at horizon 607 hashtag hc 607 <laughs> of course we want you to use the hashtag but i'm just saying we always put this information up all these articles were on our one of our pages definitely was on the facebook page yeah some of it was on the twitter page because i put it there yeah you did so i mean i'm just saying it's 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 Go there for all the information, man. And then you can tell us what you think about it and use that hashtag HC607. Boom. Boom. Everybody's a winner. Everybody's a winner. <laughs> I guess Mike's trying to convince people everybody's not a winner next round, but we'll take a break and we'll find out. Yeah. Welcome back to The Zone. Uh, it's our final segment of the weekend to take a little page out of my, my partner's uh, vocab here. I, I, you know, one of the things he likes to do, we're going to talk a little horror. I, yeah, you know, I just, I just stole your copyrighted uh, line there. So uh, uh, we're, we're going to talk a little horror. Um, one of the things I, I sat back, I was thinking a couple of weeks ago, what can I do that'll be fun? I like when we do lists and countdowns and have debates about these things. Um, we spent a lot of time on the show talking about horror remakes and i uh, decided to compile a couple of lists of the greatest horror movie remakes as well as the worst horror movie remakes um i don't have anything scientific behind this this was just something i spent quite a deal a good deal of time coming together uh, you know 
trying to put it together and uh, think of how to do this. Um, so it, it's my own opinion. Uh, but it's my top 10 greatest horror remakes and uh, my top 10 worst horror movie remakes. So I'll let you guys, you will know, we'll start with the uh, the worst. Let, let's go with the worst first. And, um, you know, I'll just kind of count them down from 10 down to one and just kind of want to kind of want to debate it. You guys tell me if I'm wrong, if I'm right, what you think, what, you know, what you agree with. So uh, let's jump into it. So on the worst horror movie remakes list, number 10, the 2010 remake of a nightmare on elm street i think it's too low on the list yeah <laughs> it be a lot you haven't heard the rest of them yet so <laughs> right, i'm just saying well, that right, one, right that now right now that's like at least a five or a six that's that's <laughs> that, yeah there's not much redeeming in it yeah uh there is a couple I, scenes that i was all right with but however i tried to like that more than i I tried to like it more than you should. Yeah, uh, and I I even came up with some cool spots in it that I'm like, oh, these are really kind of. But it yeah. doesn't save the fact, and it was just like, I liked I liked uh, my pedophilia Freddy Krueger to be more hidden, right, yeah. than in your face because I felt like that made the character kind of creepy. Yeah. But then when you hear it out loud, you're like, oh, this is just disturbing. Yeah, when yeah. when you actually hear it. Out. Yeah, you were his favorite. When it was like like when it was in the back of your head because you kind of knew that was what was going on. You're like, okay, he's a scumbag. But when you're like, he really is, you're like, uh, okay, my, I, I don't know if I really want to be a part of this. Because you, you find yourself during Nightmare on Elm Street movies kind of at times rooting for Freddy for some reason. Right. And especially during that movie where they tried to make you go hard to root for him because they thought he was innocent. So that makes you feel like a bad person. Well, I feel that way every day of my life. Well, so. I mean, I, and I'm used to feeling like a bad person. I'm all right with it for the most part. But <laughs> there's certain things in life that I'm not all right with. And pedophilia, that, that's one of them. Like I can forgive I a lot. It's, it's not good. I can forgive a lot. <laughs> it's not good. But touching kids is like a no-no. I'm looking at you, somebody who's in the wrestling business that I may or may not see this weekend. <laughs> Derek? No. no. Oh, hey, no, no, hey, oh, no. He's in a lot of things. He's in a lot of things. Oh, I didn't think that. Just, just bad things. No, no. There's, there's, there's a running joke on three FNW about oh. somebody. I'll tell you off air. Yeah. Probably, probably for the best. Well, I if have I say show. their name, it's yeah. he's 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 very. Uh, I wouldn't say litigious, but he's just a bitch. Oh. So so he'll he'll figure that out, and somebody will get back to it. It's just bad, bad. For <laughs> Fair places. enough. But he knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. All he, knows. he has to know is he heard eighteen. <laughs> but, it, but by the way it was typed 13 so oh and when it's in writing you can't really hide it that's all i need to go so continue on the list <laughs> well it's funny that you should say uh 13 because next on my list would be the 2001 remake of 13 ghosts i know a lot of people dig this movie i thought it was horrible. i liked it i i, 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 mean, I, I, I didn't think it was too. one of the best of all time no, i would never put I it on my it. best but i liked it yeah. you liked it too yeah you know most people seem to i thought it was just a piece of trash Absolute yeah. piece of trash. One of the worst horror movies I've ever seen. Well, you have the right to be wrong as well. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and I'm probably going to get some of that with my next one on the list, number eight. Um, it is many times as I've tried to watch it, I've given it years in between and tried to watch it again, see if I matured, see if my tastes <laughs> changed. Uh, but it would be the 1999 remake of The Haunting. Yeah, once again, I yeah, you, that could be on the list with me. Yeah, because once uh, again, as I pointed out, I don't like haunted house movies. Right. So that, yeah, that'd be like all of them could be. I was yeah. gonna say all of them could be on the list for all I give a damn. See, whatever the Conjuring, I did, I did enjoy the Conjuring, and I don't count The Exorcist as a haunted house movie because it's not. No, it's a possession I, movie. I never enjoyed any of the Amityville horror movies. That's right, sacrilegious as that sounds. Oh. I've never been a fan of even the original. Oh, I love the original uh, because it's hokey. 
Once again, to me, haunted house movies are hokey, and I know a lot of people like them, and that's fine. It's just my opinion, and if you like them, I'm not going to crap on you. I'm not going to be like, oh, you have shit taste, but at the same point in juncture... I'm going to tell you you have shit taste. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, 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 I'm just saying, to me, it's just hokey, because there's nothing about it that's really scary, and I understand certain people believe that that's real, and that's fine. If you do believe that's real, uh, we have Sci-Fi Horror Fest that we're all going to be a part of October 4th and 5th in Oneonta, New York at the Oneonta Foothills Performing Arts Center, Boom, and there'll be a lot of paranormal detectives there and you can visit them and get along with them just fine however for me i don't really care i don't even interview those people <laughs> you would well, actually ron would if it was dr rebecca foster and she posted, she posted pictures not, the other day on facebook and but i'm she's like not i don't a see what you see listen but she, but <laughs> i saw that too but she i respect not, you as a as a person though rebecca. i just want to point this out she's not a ghost hunter though she's no, she's not she's a psychic she's a psychic uh, medium. A medium yeah She's not a ghost hunter. There's a difference. Yeah. And she told me that Bigfoot exists. So she, I, she, I'm a fan of hers. <laughs> yeah. a whole other oh, She thing. was awesome. She senses Bigfoot and says Bigfoot's real. I've said Bigfoot was real forever. So, bam. Yeah, if you happen to, evidence. if you do listen and, to the show, Rebecca, we still want to have you on at some point. We're just trying to figure out how to, yeah, how to make it happen. So, I'm trying to figure we're out how to so get creeped with out by these two's thoughts. Just saying. I, I wasn't the one that was having dirty thoughts. Well, although she it. did tell us that she doesn't sense emotion. So. Right. Because I, because of course I asked her the classic. So when am I going to die? Because that's just what I go to. <laughs> I just want to know. But continuing on, sorry. Uh, getting off, we're getting off track, but it's a lot of fun. It I'm, is. I'm I knew this. This, this was going to be a fun segment. So, and this is only the first half of it too. Oh, that's God. the best part. Uh, number seven, the 2013 remake of Carrie. Yeah, that was yeah, garbage. Yeah, yeah. Total garbage. Although I have a theatrical poster for it, and that the poster was cool. Poster but, was cool and had a but, good cast. But the but the yeah, the good the good great cast. Yeah. It was, it was just, just a garbage. movie you can't was, remake. I, I agree with you. It's bad. Uh, next up on my list, Rich, uh, you're going to be happy that I put this on here because uh, it's, it's going up higher on the list. Uh, number six is the 2005 remake of the Amityville Horror. Yeah, that was garbage. Yeah, total that was garbage. Worse, that was even worse than the original. That's right. <laughs> and again, I love the original. So keep in mind, it came out in I believe Dead, 1979. Deadpool, it came out and Deadpool in a serious <laughs> role just doesn't work, man. Uh, I thought he was great. He was the one good thing about that movie. Mm. I, I thought that he played a good role for what he was given. Just a terrible movie. I think Ryan Reynolds is an actor, like as a serious actor, I can take shit for this. I don't care. It's horrible. Like he's yeah, only really? good. He's only good as the comedic value of himself. Like he's amazing as Deadpool. That that role yeah, was created right. for him. He's amazing in things like waiting. He's amazing yeah. in like comedies. Even oh, rom- waiting's great. Even some of the rom coms he did were super good because he's 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 super definitely funny. maybe yeah that was yeah good. but. I just, just friends, I just, I think just friends is amazing. I, I love yeah, just friends. Hello, Joyce. <laughs> Joyce. About, I even threw my body at him and I, I wrapped my feet around him and he didn't move. <laughs> you know, I, I just don't, for some reason, I, him in serious roles, I've, uh, the few he's been in, I'm just so, like. So, so it's the roles that uh, he has a beard, is what you're saying. Pretty much. Yeah. Because it seems like it's whenever. The beard takes I was it away. Say, and you know I'm what, serious. This you, is, this is, you know what the funny part is? You're right. Every time I, he has a serious role, he has facial hair. Yes, Every I know. Time. I have been saying this Damn for it. years. Well, it's to help you distinguish the difference between Ryan Reynolds and I've Ryan Reynolds. I've been telling you this for years. I, you haven't told me this. This is the first oh, time I've been talking about that for years. I know, but now this, like, I feel like my eyes have been shut for this whole time and now they're open. Damn it, Ron. You've, you've brought revelation to my life. I try. But believe it or not, you're right. It's, it's absolutely right. Like, for some reason, Every time. And, of course, there was that time he was the serious version of Deadpool. You know, that really bad movie. But that wasn't his fault. (laughs) Blade Trinity? No. No, no, no. Remember Wolverine? Yeah, but he was basically Deadpool and Blade Trinity. 
Yeah, but he was. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was better in there because he at least got to be a smartass. Well, and he didn't but to, it wasn't it, his it, fault. It, it wasn't his fault in Wolverine. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, they they kicked him off. Basically, he left the set, and they're like, "Well, we need you for the end of it." He's like, "Yeah, that's no, all right." So they got to stunt double and do it. <laughs> Hence why they sh- sh- showed his mouth shut. But still, so you couldn't tell it was. His yeah, you couldn't I'm tell. I'm just saying it's still. Yeah, yeah it was still bad. I don't know. Continuing on. <laughs> all right, we're getting to the top five of this worst five. horror remakes of all time. Uh, number five is the 2006 Nicolas Cage remake make of the wicker man oh that's garbage yeah yeah garbage. that was garbage just a terrible movie i can't just, i can't even defend that the movie cgi at all. and that was horrible oh the bees. the bees, the bees. <laughs> although i didn't i didn't make this comment i don't know if it was on our show or what one of our shows i yeah, i'm yeah. part of so many doing three a week i can i can never <laughs> remember which one nailed down but uh i i did make it he's he's found his gimmick in the horror scene now because he's made some really good horror movies over the last but mom and dad was really good mandy of course mandy everybody's like raving about there's a couple new ones he's going to be in that are coming out that, are, that look good so He's really kind of made it into, like, and I, I think it was the Three Fat Nerds podcast because I was like, because his <laughs> personality blends itself so well to a horror movie. Because that was one of my favorite parts of Mom and Dad is when he's just, he freaks out, he does the Nicolas Cage freak out. Like he's talking common and he's like, so I can kill you. So it's like, it's like, it's amazing that like he's found yeah, that good, but his it. first crack at it was definitely Wicker Man and but it's less his fault, more of the fault that that movie sucked. Oh, not <laughs> it's just good. a bad story. I'm not even that big of a fan of the original one, although not it's considered mind. a classic. Mm. But it's yeah, the remake is. I never, I've never gotten why that movie's considered a classic. And some people will tell you uh, the bullshit line you get a lot of times for that movie is that it was ahead of its time and and that there was a twist. And I'm like, what twist? You knew the whole damn time they were gonna burn that son of a bitch, right? Like, you knew the whole time. I found it to be horribly boring. Yeah. that's one thing that at least the new one, the the, the remake, it. Wasn't as boring how as the feel, original one. How do you feel about this next crack at a remake? What are they, what are they calling that stupid movie? There's there's one that's coming out that's basically the Wicker Man. No, I, have no oh, idea. I don't. I, I, I don't know. think I probably tuned that. Sorry, one out. I did. There, I, we, we saw the trailer. That's the only reason I remember. Oh. It was before one of the movies we saw. But there's, I think it was before. Uh, anyways. If you guys can, you guys know, just hit me up so I can yeah, remember. Because that's how bad it was. I forgot the number, but, but the name of the movie. But it's like literally, it reminded me of the Wicker Man because it looked like they were in an area where it was like a cult activity and people were all dressed the same. And there's these people that were just visiting. And of course, you're like, you know, bad shit's going to happen to them. You know, there's sacrifice going to happen. It's going to be them. Like, it was basically the Wicker Man. Maybe they're remaking it again and we just no, don't know it. Yet. It wasn't called the Wicker Man, though. It was a trailer. It was called something else. I don't remember. Right, if, you guys, if you guys know what it's called, hit me up and let me know. Know at Horizon Six Hundred Seven on one of our stuff because I kind of forgot or I'll look it up later on, but because it's not worth it. But yeah, as soon as I saw, it, I was like, "The Wicker Man again? Again? Shit!" <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on from the Wicker Man that doesn't deserve another second of our time. Now, this is one you guys are probably you're probably going to disagree with where I placed this. Uh, the 1998 remake of Psycho, number four. No, no. I'm I'm all right with it because I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. In '98, a shot-for-shot remake of Psycho, which it was pretty much that's what it was. Pretty much, there's a little differences, but not enough. A shot-for-shot remake of the classic that is Psycho. It was never going to play right because it's a different time. You got to remember the reason that Psycho was like. Think about it. Psycho is the first movie where you see a flushing toilet, where you see a woman use a flushing toilet. Like that should tell you about the time frame. Also, it's the first movie you see blood. 
Well, what well, appears to be blood yeah. going into the shower during the shower scene. So it was it terrified. It was very risque and terrified people at the time because it was groundbreaking. And it is a masterpiece. If you look at it now, even though that stuff is hokey by today's standards, it still was shot amazingly well off of oh, Hitchcock. Very did well. an amazing job. You overlooked the hokiness of it because it was right, so right, good. right. Because it's just actually amazingly shot, especially for the time frame, and you understand its importance to the world at the time. Because when you watch the original, you go, "Okay, I have to think about being in the 1950s America." Right. Because that's really where it, it, it encapsulates that. Time time when you did the remake when you do a shot for shot remake 40 plus 40 years later it was actually over 40 years but still 40 years later we'll just say just i'm not going to look it up you can't do the same shot for shot because it doesn't mean the same thing it doesn't it doesn't like things don't transpire we've seen enough people by this point in juncture we have porn we have we've we already saw you know you, you know everything think about it we've seen the 70s smut yeah. horror movies we've seen last house on the left we've seen nightmare on elm street we've seen friday the 13th we've seen everything so you go back you can't go back to the wholesome time right and that's really where that movie belongs and when you're doing a shot by shot you're like well i'm not it's not encapsulated don't care if you do it as a timepiece it's still not encapsulating it because it doesn't make any damn sense so, and that was part of the problem and then vince vaughn was kind of so that's why we have an interest butthole in the movie because of all the 70 porn horror probably that had to have been the reasoning behind but but like i said uh, there was some there was some differences and that's where they tried to that, be that was a difference Think about it. They, they tried to be risque in that way and it was just like guys you give it up it's it's too late it's just certain things don't play well we always talk about this on three fat nerds certain things just don't age well yeah i mean Psycho, the original, ages well because you understand its place and time and you understand yeah. that it's a classic film and it's shot amazingly. When you remake something shot for shot, you have to make sure it fits the time. Right. You, like, you're not going to be able to... You know, like If it was like a peaceful, happy time in America... You couldn't, like, 20 years from now, let's say that that happens, like, everybody's singing Kumbaya together, you couldn't remake us and expect people to understand it. Right. Because it's talking, there's there's an underneath a political un- unrest, if you will. Right. So if you had a society that was, like, uh, you know, a nirvana, if you will, then you're not going to understand political unrest. And I'm not saying that's... I'm just kind of trying to draw a parallel to a movie from now to then. And it, that's really what you're trying to do. You're trying to make something in the same box, but putting it into an era where, you know, in 1998, we already had the Scream movies. Right. You know, I'm just saying. No, that's you're absolutely opinion. right. I just... I think that most people consider Psycho to be the worst remake ever made. It's widely regarded as such. So, you know, coming at number four, I, I tried to be a little controversial there. I don't know that that's so. controversial. I don't care where it's placed on the list. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they're the worst As ones. long as it's on the list. Now, as long as it's on, on there. If it was on your best list, then I'd be like... We, we should probably have... That, that's where I would have gone out that the is, window. That's, 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 no, it's just... Con- that's controversial. Get a little hits. Yeah. Because then I'm going to put it right in the description. Mike C. <laughs> claims the Psycho, the remake, was better than the original. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I clearly. might still do that. I might still do that just to get some hits. People will be just mad. Just to see if anybody talks to people, us. People will be mad about just talk it. To They'll us. never come back. <laughs> All right. These guys obviously don't know their shit. They don't know what they're talking about. All right, so that brings us to the top three uh, worst horror remakes of all time. Uh, Number three, the 2008, if we can even call it a remake, it was so bad and so much different than the original story, Prom Night. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, Yeah. I I don't even have to take time on that one. (laughs) My girlfriend, when I first met her and I told her what a horror movie fan I was, she goes, oh, I don't really like them. I I have one. There's one that I have. It was really scary, and I liked it. It was Prom Night. I go... (laughs) 
huh. I was like, first of all, that's a remake. It's nothing like the original. Second of all, no. Enough said. We're just never allowed to talk about horror together again. Get move, off the furniture. Move on to number two. Enough said. Enough said. <laughs> Number two and number one and two, I kind of interchanged them a lot when I was making this list, but I, I did put it at number two. One of my all-time favorite horror movies, everybody knows I'm a huge John Carpenter fan. One of my favorite, I, I think I've grown to like it maybe as much as uh, Halloween, is The Fog. 2005, we got The Fog, the remake. <laughs> Listen, who else was going to be in that movie other than Smallville's own? Yeah, I have Tom never Lurland. in my life gone to a movie theater and gotten up and walked out. And I just want to point I out. I did that night. I just want to point out that uh, that same year, what a year later, we got The Mist, which was way better. Yeah. I, I dug The Mist. Yeah, The Fog. The Mist the, is amazing. The Fog remake sucks. Oh, it's the original's so good. bad. The, original's the original one is one of my but, all-time favorite uh, horror movies. But the, the remake, not so much. So no. Not so much. Not good. So, what is number one? What's, in my opinion, the worst horror movie remake ever, all time? That, again, The Fog was there at one point, and then it occurred to me, no, this one definitely is. That would be 2015's remake of Poltergeist. One of the most painfully awful movies ever made. And they made no... Sam Rockwell is in this movie. He's one of today's great actors. And he didn't act like he even wanted to be. You could tell he didn't want to be in this movie. I'm just pointing out that I never saw this movie. That should tell you something because yeah. I knew it was going to be bad. Yeah, well, you might what, not want to. What about you know? You know what? I'm kind of upset that you missed on this remake list. Was that the fucking Wax movie with uh, House of Wax? Wax? House of Wax with Paris Hilton. That was I've horrible. got that. I actually do have that a list best? of uh, no. I'm not going to tell you or what dishonor- the best ones are. Dishonorable mentions. Dishonorable mentions. I got a list of those too. There's about ten or fifteen of them that I've got there. And you know what? That's one of those movies everybody either likes it or hates it. I dig that movie. I do. I, I didn't mind that. One there are bad. some great kills in that movie. Horrible. Horrible movie. Huh? Horrible movie. You get to watch Paris Hilton die. That's that was the big marketing yeah. thing in the whole thing. Yeah, watch that, Paris Hilton die. Yeah, that's really how they was. got butts and seats for that <laughs> film. <laughs> that's, that's, that's and all. if you rely on that, that just shows how shitty the movie is. Uh, you just it out there. I thought it had a cool look and it had some great kills. It wasn't a great movie. It, it didn't, I did, I didn't, it didn't it. make my top ten. I'll give you that. Okay, it, okay. it was on the dishonorable mention. Cool. Where's the dishonorable mention list then? Uh, do you want me to go through, through that? Yeah, next, let's, do that real just, quick just before. Through it real quick. This is in no particular order. Um, I did put on here. I'll just start with this because it was a made-for-TV film, so it wasn't in theaters. So I kind of struggled. It, it probably would have been near the top of my best remakes of all time, but it, the, the miniseries. Because it was a miniseries and not a major motion picture, I left it off. So I kind of put it with the honorable mentions. The re, you know, the, the new one was amazing. It, it would. I have was gonna been. say that was the, the remake should have been done. That's why I didn't consider it a remake list. because although it is to me, it wasn't. It wasn't. Okay. So I well, left I, it off. Okay, I, I'll give you that. But yeah, left it off for that. That reason. was amazing. I loved. I, I actually kind of. Well, we haven't seen chapter two yet, but I, I it, chapter one, I dug a lot better than. Oh, it, me too. But you know, I just wanted to get that out of the way and let everybody know when it didn't pop up on just, my list. That's why I didn't. I put just it want on to point this out when you see polls online and they're saying who's the best Pennywise, just because, just because it's the the cool thing to do and, and say Curry Tim Curry was the best Pennywise. You, you you're you just wrong. I'm sorry. I, that's when I'll tell people they're wrong. I think they were both amazing thing, in their own I, ways. Yeah, but I saw a yeah, list. But but but, but Smoker voice Tim Curry is nowhere near as creepy as Bill Skarsgård. Nowhere near. Like I could understand up to a point, but I watched it and go, how do people the original the miniseries and go, how are people scared of clowns because of this? Like it doesn't make any. It's not scary at all. I watched the new one. And I went, man. If I was a kid, I'd be scared of clowns after this. I'm <laughs> yeah. just throwing it out because he's creepy. He was more menacing. No, oh, yeah. So I'm just saying, and I'm not saying anything again. I love Tim Curry and I love him in a lot of movies, but 
I'm just pointing out that as far as as far as Pennywise goes, uh, I gotta go with the Bill Skarsgård. I saw the reason I brought it up is I saw a poll on Twitter and it was like something ridiculous, like seventy percent were favoring Tim Curry to thirty percent. And it was like. I think I felt that way when I first watched it in the theater. Mm-hmm. I liked it, but I thought the Tim Curry was better. And the more I've seen it, the remake, you know, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I do. Lead. I, I said right from day one that you know that uh, the new one that he was a lot more menacing. I just think something about the simplistic look of the Tim Curry yeah. version of it, you know, it, it creeped me out. Plus, I remember watching that when it was on television when it debuted. So, because yeah, you're old, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not young, <laughs> people. I'm 78 years old this year. He's got that Benjamin Button. I really do. I'm <laughs> aging the wrong way. Uh, more of the honorable mentions, The Crazies, which actually was originally on my top ten list. Um, for best? For best. I was going to say, Crazies really good. Yeah. I like that movie. So these are the ones that just were kind of in All between. Right, yeah, the I two. like that movie. Uh, my Bloody Valentine 3D. Uh, I didn't like the ending, but I dug the movie. Yeah. Like, like overall, it was, a, it was a fun homage to the original. Yeah. I just like the original because it's more violent. And yeah. also, I like the ending better, obviously, because yeah. the ending of the 3D one is kind of... Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Grudge. I didn't like The Grudge, and you know that. But Yeah, I love it. I know. You love it. I don't and like it. The original one I is... Don't really kind of, the, I don't, the Japanese version is Juan, really good. I don't know if I... I yeah, Juwan's amazing. Juwan's amazing. But I just thought um, that this was basically... Juwan is basic. Juwan and Juwan 2 are basically... The grudge, you know, it's yeah. they're, they're like in one movie. Well, it's we'll like see. the grudge and the grudge too. It's, we'll see what happens when they reboot it here with grudge. It's yeah, just called grudge now. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, House of Wax did make my list of honorable mentions or yeah, dishonorable. dishonorable in that case. Um, the last house on the left, the new one was Is better than newer, the original. New or bad? I love the new. Oh one. yeah, I was gonna again, say. these are just in between oh, okay, like okay, the worst okay. and the best. Oh, I was gonna say, uh, didn't really make it. I was like, I'm like thumbs up or because thumbs up for. Yeah, it was on my top ten originally. It was on my top ten originally. That was another one I pulled out. Last house on the left was amazing. So much better than the original. The original one's just smut. It was hard to watch. The funny part about that is, is see where society changed. So in the 70s, it was all right to have the smut, but the violence had to be toned back. Right in the 2000s. The violence can be jacked up, but the smut has to be jacked up. Right. It's just it's, it's that's one of those. Remember, I was just talking about that with Psycho. There you go. There's a times and how you have to change to it. Right. And that's why the remake is better because it changed to the times and boom, it, it hit a home run. Right. As far as especially in our age group, because we're '80s horror movie guys, so yeah. we can, we grew up in the golden age of slasher. So we like body count. We like violence. Right. Uh, we don't necessarily like rape. Just saying. Right. I don't know anybody that does, so I'm with you on no, that. No, no, I'm just. <laughs> but, but back then, there's a lot of movies that dealt they with, did. With yeah, me. no, they really did. Um, House on Haunted Hill. Oh, uh, we discussed that before. I like the remake quite a bit. I dig that big time. I, I like it quite a bit. Uh, Sorority Row, another one that's kind of divisive. It has a bad ending, but it's it is a. I I yeah, love that. It's a good it's, slasher. It's, it's fun. It's in between. It's in between because the hot ending, girls running around. The ending and, does suck. Yeah, the ending was really it was rough. Yeah. So um, that's that's kind of what hurt that movie. But uh, I do dig it. Um, the Ring. Of course, a remake of Ringu. Which, by the way, a couple weeks ago, I remember you mentioning when you know, the, what was it, 1999, I believe, was the list that we did. And you said that The Ring 2. And I, I remember making a comment. I thought that Ring 2 came out later. It was Ringu. It, it was the second Japanese version. No, it was version. the Japanese version. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I thought you were talking about. No, no, no. I was talking about the Japanese version. Yeah. I kind of, I skirted past it because I was like, well, the Japanese version came out this year. Right. But yeah. Um, Halloween 2007. That's hopefully in the bad category. Well, again, it's in the middle. It oh, didn't okay. make either one. So, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, two thousand nine. Mm, that's right. That's directly in the middle. 
Yeah, I would say it's between. Didn't make my top ten. Didn't make the worst. Right, right. right. I, I would, but if I had to rate it, if you were like these ones are the bottom, you know, text and this is a, and like let's say yeah, there was thirty, that would be number fifteen. It would like be like yeah. directly yeah. in the middle. I because there was parts of it I really dug, and yeah. then there was parts of it I didn't dig. Yeah. Right, so it's kind of like, and then of course I, I the, sub, the subplot of weed was great. Yeah. Jason's weed is is probably the best <laughs> subplot of any movie ever. Fight me on that. I'm being serious. <laughs> it's the greatest subplot ever because they don't even acknowledge the subplot, but it's definitely there. Because oh, yeah. every time somebody touches his weed, they die. That's how you know it's his. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. Who knew? Who knew? I thought he was the moral crusader. Meanwhile, he's just, you know, he's, he's a just a pothead. He's, he's a, a hustler, baby. He's a weed farmer. <laughs> he just wanted you to know. He's a hustler. It ain't where he's, where he's been, but it's where his, it's where his hey. machete is about to go. Yeah. He's he got to make so his delivery to Huggy Bear. So oh, of course. Just because <laughs> just because I dropped off there, I didn't have to pay Jay Z royalties. You see how that I worked? did. Yeah. I did see that. Uh two more. Uh The Omen, two thousand six. Got another shot for shot type of remake. Um Yes and no. Not but a big I, Julia Styles fan, but I do like Leah Schreiber and I thought that he right. played the it role was, well. It, was it just all right. was I unnecessary. Yeah, I went to see it on opening day. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah, no. That's why I went to see it on opening day. I it was all right, but I I like the original better. For oh, me. the original is one of the greatest horror movies ever made. So yeah, I was on vacation that week or something. I'm like, yeah, let me go watch it. Yeah. And I, I will say, when you say shot by shot, though, like the it uh, was close, very the, similar. It was very similar, but the uh, the uh, nanny scene in the original is way better. Oh yeah, and she when she hangs herself in the original, way better than the remake. Oh yeah, it? agreed. Yeah. So it's kind of in between. Yeah. And then the last one I've got on here, uh, it's one that I actually love. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the original one like a lot of people are, but Silent Night. Um, fun. Brutal. Oh, brutal yeah. slasher movie. Oh, yeah. Silent Night's fun. So I'm not a huge fan of Silent Night, Deadly Night. You know, I get it and everything, but uh, this was much more... To me, you know who the killer is the whole time in Silent Night, Deadly Night, so it wasn't really... To me, it wasn't That's the good. typical slasher movie. Um, Silent Night, the, the new one, is... So, yeah, it was good. I liked it. I dig it. I dug it. I can dig. So there's our uh, honorable and dishonorable mentions. Uh, now let's get to the top 10 greatest horror remakes of all time. Number 10, 1988, The Blob. Eh, not too bad. Yeah. I don't know, greatest, but not too bad. I, I, Number I, 10. I, 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 won't argue, I won't argue against it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, number nine, the 2006 version of The Hills Have Eyes. That was good. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Very good. Following, following the similar philosophy from Last House on the left, uh, you tone down the sex, and you jack up the violence, and you hit a home run. So right. That was a, the, that and Last House on the left were kind of amazing. Both both Wes Craven movies, too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, number eight, 2004's Dawn of the Dead. That was good. I enjoyed Dawn of the Dead quite a bit. Uh, that was one of the... Uh, once again, I don't tend to like a ton of the zombie stuff. I definitely think that was better than the original. Yeah. Problem. Agreed. The reason being is as is it was good because they kept the story similar to the Romero story. However, the original suffered from the same thing most of the Romero movies did is that the uh, fake blood, which AKA was neon paint for some damn reason, <laughs> yeah. uh, always threw me out of the movie. So seeing one that was like brutal and yeah. like the, that opening scene with that little girl. <sighs> oh, I know. Brutal. I know, and then the ba- uh, never you just if you haven't seen it, the baby, the zombie baby, all sorts of that movie's just sick. And yeah, the zombies is. can run. Yeah, yeah and I fast. also got you got also got to love the uh, fun scene where they're on top of the roofs and shooting the celebrity they're, look they're, like they're putting up the name of the celebrity and they have to shoot him. <laughs> that was fun for me. Rosie as well. O'Donnell, yeah, Burt Reynolds. Yeah, that was fun. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number seven. I've got the 2013 remake of Evil Dead. 
Oh, I love that movie. So, so why? I love that, so and I have I have that poster too. That's yeah, poster. but you know, and long-standing rumor was that was the movie that Sam Raimi originally wanted to make. He wanted to make it terrifying and not as much slapstick and comedy, but he didn't have the budget. So therefore, the comedy always. Which I don't mind. I love the original Evil Dead movies as well. For as hokey as they are, they're great in that aspect. Oh, yeah. But if that was his original idea, you're like... I, I right? just love it how Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 are the same movie. Oh, yeah. 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 Just one's but, a, yeah, one's a just, comic uh, remake. It's just one. Yeah. Every, and, was, and I watch them both in it, order. In oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, same here. And Army of Darkness yeah. is amazing as well. Oh, I love Army yeah. of Darkness. Army of Darkness is great. Number six, I've got the 2010 remake uh, of a Swedish movie. Um, you, I, I don't know. I guess it's a remake because it is. It came out right afterwards, but they did make an American remake Let me of in. it. Let me in. Love it. Love it. I love the original movie, though. I had a hard time watching it. Yeah, because subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've gotten more into the foreign films, though. It's just it, the look of it wasn't. Uh, it was brighter. I, it wasn't listen, as I'm, dark and drab. I, I'm going to throw it out there. I'm with you. I did like the American version quite a bit. There are people who think that's sacrilegious. I like the American version quite a bit, too. I did like it a little bit better, but I did like the uh, the original version quite a bit as well. Yeah. It just, again, I mean, it was more dark and drab and gritty than, than the uh, Swedish original version of the it. The pool so. scene was better. Yeah. Yeah, it was. But the scene with the uh, helper was better in the original. The helper was way more menacing in the original. Yeah, movie. they're stalking down the kids. That gets real. That gets real suspenseful. It's true. I think that part is the only part that's really better in the original film, the foreign film, than is in the American film. Uh, but the American film definitely, I think, overall was better. Right. Yeah. Uh, number five. We're up to the top five here. Uh, the nineteen ninety remake of Night of the Living Dead. I'm a fan. Tony Todd, bro. Tony Todd. Actually, that's... Tom Savini directed it. That's my favorite Romero... I mean, I understand it's a remake, but it was my favorite Romero version. Because I I just... All right, so... As Psycho has a place because of its its historic and its, like, shot look, Mm -hmm. the original... uh, The original Night of the Living Dead doesn't have that same feel to me. And by that, I say that it just looks like, you know, an old black and white film. It doesn't look very, it's not artsily shot. It's not whatever. The story's great. Don't get me wrong. The story, Romero wrote amazing stories. That's, yeah. That's what he does. However, I feel like the original just didn't have that appeal, if you will. Whereas when I saw the remake of it and color and everything, and it's really pretty much shot for shot, the same movie. Yeah, very similar. I liked it better. And the acting was better, I feel like. Because I feel like the original, the acting was like over, you know, like it was like when the guy's yeah. beating his wife, he's like, he's like going over dramatic, and then right. the black guy there steps was in, that. he You're grabs right. his hand, it's over dramatic. Whereas in this one, man, you believe Tony Todd was going to whoop that guy's ass. Yeah, I'm just throwing it out there. You believe Tony Todd was going to whoop that guy's ass, right? <laughs> so yeah. I feel like that's the difference, and I also like the ending shots better in the, you know, the rolling credit shots. I like yeah. those better in the new, the remake one, right? Where they're they're had they're doing the zombie fights and. You're hanging them and taking pictures next to them and all right. sorts of crazy shit. Nah, yeah, you make good me. points. That's just me. Make good points. It just you know, in terms of remakes, holding the remakes up as a yeah. list, you know, yeah. I, I definitely think that it's it's one that. of the better ones ever made. So, yeah, absolutely, I agree. I agree. All right, number four, two thousand three remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Absolutely, and I've argued to people before, which people hate, that I feel like it's better than the original. I. And I mean, I like the original. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of the original. Yeah. However, I feel like the story and the presentation of the remake in 2003 was better. There's way more suspense and atmosphere. Yeah, and I would have disagreed with that back 15 years ago when it first came out, 16 years ago when it came out. But the longer 
you know time that's passed uh you know i do agree um it's it is uh very well executed very dark oh three oh three had one advantage and that's why i think it's better oh three came out after the slasher movement uh, yeah, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre was a slasher film that wasn't a slasher film because nobody knew what the hell a slasher film was. Right. So there was mistakes in that movie that you correct that were corrected in 03. Yeah, because they made it what it should have always been was a slasher movie. But once again, how would you know a, what a slasher is when there really wasn't a slasher at that point? A real slasher film at that right. point. Right. It wasn't through the Renaissance and golden era of that. So I feel like that's where they had a heads up and they took advantage of it. And I also like the acting better. Yeah, I didn't Franklin care. Was tough to deal with in the original i didn't care about the characters like the teenagers in the original i didn't care i i was rooting the whole time for them to die but like, i didn't care about them in the newer one in 03 like i was i was on the edge of my seat hoping that jessica beale lives she did a great job yeah she did yeah yeah, yeah. For, <laughs> for you for other reasons and also she 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 showed she could use a meat cleaver yeah Good yeah. movie. It was a great movie, and that's why I think that those are the reasons why I think it was better than the original. Once again, I still think the original's classic. We got to have a nice long conversation with that Neil. I, I appreciate that uh, very much, or so. And I want to meet him again someday. I do too. And but that's 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 just where I think it is. I think it did have a head start though, because it got to be like, okay, we can shape ourselves as a slasher, right. whereas this was kind of on the ground floor of a slasher. So there was mistakes made in the movie. Where you didn't get it, because I feel like, and I know you feel the same way about a slasher, I have to care about the characters to make the yeah. slasher any good. Yeah. And the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I didn't care if any of those people yeah. died. None of them, even the, even the Survivor girl, I was like, eh, who cares? Whereas on the, in, the, in the new one, in the 03 one, the acting was definitely much better. The people you wanted so. dead, they killed, which was cool, because you, you, know, you had the two assholes, and you're like, ah, they died. Right. But then everybody else was like, oh, man, they killed. Yeah, and how good was them. Arlie Ermey? Arlie Ermey was great. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. Great. Ah, so good. All right, so we'll, that, yeah, I'm glad that they kept those sound yeah, effects in it. And stuff. That, I'll, I still say to this day, the trailer for that before oh, it came out was the best movie trailer I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. I agree with you. So good. It was. I remember the dark. It was just like a black screen, and you could hear like a locker open and close. And you yeah. could hear him kind of walking and getting closer and closer, and you heard the sound effects. And there wasn't anything in the shot. It was just it was black. And then at the end, it put up the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, it was great. logo on it, but it, it was great. What a brilliant tra- uh, trailer! I have, I have the was. steel box of that. Yeah, I do too. It's, which is really cool. Yeah, it's shaped like a chainsaw. Yep, that's yeah, pretty stuff. awesome. Uh, number three on the list. Uh, these ones again, probably interchange these last three any way you want to because they were all so good. But uh, number three is the 1978 remake of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. 78 remake? Yeah, starring Donald Sutherland. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's good. How good is that? Yeah, that's really good. Donald that Sutherland might even be better than the original. Tough to say because the original, it's in the 50s, and it was, you know, it, it was it was pretty uh, revolutionary for its time and whatnot. The new one was just so much scarier. Definitely good. Definitely very good. Very good. Very you good. know, first one was almost a little bit more on the sci-fi Don, side of and things, Donald and the Sutherland new one was is, a remake. Is amazing the, in that. Yes. Yeah, the remake was, was scarier. It was, it was more menacing. Definitely, definitely. Uh, number two, the nineteen eighty six remake of The Fly. Very good. Uh, the original, good story, obviously, because that's where you got to get the story. But technology definitely helped that movie out. Yeah, the original wasn't very scary. The remake definitely scary. Yeah, and I love and some of the best makeup effects out. Oh, yeah. oh, amazing! Rick Baker and the. Uh, transformation scenes and yep. Brendel fly. It's so good. And I'm not even a big Jeff Goldblum fan. He usually drives me nuts. He was, that was, that movie wouldn't have been good with anybody else in that role. Only movie better that he's in is death wish. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> 
All right, so number one, the in my opinion, the greatest horror remake ever, the 1982 remake of The Thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, talk about different. <laughs> talk about yeah. like like night and day different. Yeah. But yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could agree with that all day. That'd be number one. All right. I like your top 10 yeah. uh, best ones. Those are good. I could fit them all in there. There's a couple on the other list I put in the middle. Uh, Last House of the Left, I might have bumped something for that because I really dug that remake. It wasn't my top 10 best also, of honor, all time. Honorable, at uh, underneath an honorable mention, I probably would have, because I want to put in the top 10, but under honorable mention, I would have put the I Spit on Your Grave remake. I thought about putting that in there. I wasn't a huge fan of it. I, I mean, I'm not saying it was huge, but I did like it better. Once again, it was another one of those movies that came out during that sexploitation time that, you know, I dug the original. It was all right, but the sexploitation was uncomfortable. And then the remake takes it to a new level. Right. And I do like the fact that they're doing that new one that's a direct sequel to the original. Right. With the original actress from the original. So I, I can't wait for that to come out even. Yeah. But yeah, kind of curious to see. Isn't it her daughter or yeah, something? Yeah, her daughter is. Yeah, yeah, but it, it doesn't I, take place out in the same city, though, does it? No, 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 no. It's like it a New York somewhere. City or something. I think where it I, happens. Well, they're on the country. Oh, they are the country. Yeah, but I don't know where. I they might be are. thinking two, two movies. They're they're visiting. They're visiting somewhere. I don't think it's the same place though. I think it's somewhere else. But yeah, and her mother made a lot of uh, money and notoriety from writing a book. It looks like, right. and then people who were the people really, that go after the, the daughter were relatives or children or something of the people. Yeah, from they the kidnap. They kidnap her. They kidnap the daughter. Yeah, and then they no, they kidnap the mother, and the daughter comes after or whatever it was. It's something. something, and she's yeah. basically the the line that caught me was like, if you thought she was a bitch, <laughs> check out her daughter, because <laughs> <laughs> she's just like offing people in the most horrific ways possible. But the remake was good. I liked the remake for the same reason I liked, you know, why I would uh, like the updating of both Hills Have Eyes and Last House on the Left. So that's why I was just throw that in there as an honorable mention. But other than that, I you know, all right. And there's a couple ones on the worst that I was like, eh, you know, that was more controversial than the, the best. Yeah, I figured that probably would have been. So, you know, everybody's got their own opinion of what's good and what's Nightmare not. Nightmare on so. Elm still five, top five. You think? Sorry. Yeah. yeah it's, some it's, of those other ones are so that bad. That remake no. was just so bad. No. I mean, come on. The Wicker Man, Psycho, Prom Night, The Fog, and Poltergeist. If you'd seen Poltergeist... <laughs> Right, it wouldn't that's... be in your top five. I'll tell you, the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street okay, wouldn't be in your top five. Six, then, but I'm just saying. Maybe. Well, that's why I said. I, Poltergeist, I, I, I didn't see because, yeah. I, and that's the reason I didn't see Poltergeist because I saw that shit coming. Oh, like, I saw man. those trailers and I was like, I don't want to see this movie. I don't know who thought that was a good idea, but I, for years they talked about how that was going to be made too. In the it classic, just, it's a classic. But we've we've gone over, we've gone Oops. long. But yeah. I hope you guys didn't mind. It was a lot of fun. You were you weren't lying, Mike. I you thought it not, would be a fun time. You did, not, you did not sell us a a, a bill of bad a bill of bad health. Well, I, I don't know something. I know what you're trying to say. You know, you I'm sure our listeners say, will too. Yeah, you guys you guys can figure it out. I'm done. <laughs> I'm tired. I, I got to go do stuff. He's getting cranky. It's, big, it happens. This, I got this big weekend I have to deal with and stuff, man. All for you. Well, the fans of three FNW in particular, because they'll they'll benefit probably. The most for me going to WrestleMania, but yeah, but still, yeah, fun times, fun yeah. times. It is good times. You know, in honor of next week, uh, the show might come to you a little later next week. We got to figure out a time because our normal time to record is Wednesday, and I have to, I have to be part of my own horror movie. Hopefully, my dentist is better than Baron Cor- or Corbin Burns. Cor- Corbin Burns. Sorry, I'm, <laughs> Baron I'm thinking, Corbin. Dude, I'm thinking about wrestling already. I'm already thinking about Baron Corbin. I heard WrestleMania is at your house, by the way. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'll be hosting it. I would, and you're welcome to come, Ron. I know you're going to be out of town, so I'll probably be at Josh's. Yeah, he's going to be over at Josh's, but I will be at Mania. I will send you messages. I hope you do. I will send you. I will send you D pics from my seats. And uh, <laughs> you know, 
I can't even say anything else. That's <laughs> it's all I ever wanted. Yeah, I'm gonna need another week off now after that. So, but yeah, we'll we we'll have to figure out a time next week. Sorry, I just want to let you guys know ahead of time. I do have to go to the dentist to have a couple of teeth pulled, and uh, like I said, hopefully my dentist is, is works out better than that movie. I hope so too. Because if not, or Doctor Giggles. Remember Dr. Giggles? Oh, I definitely remember Dr. Giggles. Thankfully, that wasn't a remake because that would have made the list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of them. I don't know which one of them it would have made, but it would have made one worst. of them. Probably. <laughs> Dr. Giggles was pretty bad. The dentist, Someone tells me someday that's going to get remade, too. The dentist, dentist, the dentist wasn't a great movie, but it, it was plausible. It made you a little like, ah, damn it. Because <laughs> nobody likes the dentist, and it took them forever to make one about a dentist. Yeah. And you're like, you know, that it was there the whole damn time. The whole damn time. What are you talking about? Little Shop of Horrors doesn't count? No, no. Little Shop of Horrors doesn't count because it's not really, it's not. I can't do it. (laughs) He's great. By the way, that movie's amazing. I love Little Shop of Horrors. And I love the Broadway production of it as well. I would just try. It's the only other Dennis that's evil (laughs) that I can think of. However, however, and and I love Rick Moranis, let's be honest. But I just, I can't put that in. I, I can't even put that in a horror comedy genre because it's not really, there's nothing horror about it. Right. Except for chopping people up to feed it to a, the plant, but that, that's even funny. Somehow they make chopping yeah. people up to feed it to a I plant funny. Life. Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> feed me. I love I love how he has like that like that's that that should have been the voice that Jordan Peele used to do the voice of Duke Ellington. He should have used the voice of Seymour and the ghost of Duke Ellington on Big Mouth would be that much better, even though the ghost of Duke Ellington's amazing. We're going off the rails. It's just like, it's, it, it is literally just like three fat dudes oh, yeah, at this point juncture right here. So, uh, real quick, just to make it even more clear, I got to do a little plugging and then uh, we'll turn it over and we'll get out of here. All right. So, uh, first of all, like we said before, we want to hear you guys. We're on Facebook, Horror Zone 607. Please like and share the page. Help us uh, help us grow. Also, uh, check us out on Twitter and Instagram, at Horror Zone 607 for both of those. Follow us on both of them because we'd also appreciate that. For all of the social medias, use the hashtag HZ607 to join the conversation and let us know what you think or even stuff that you might want us to hear. Talk. You want to hear Mike review a movie or us as a whole remove review a movie on uh, the show? We're more than welcome to do that. Absolutely. If you have a list that you would like to bang out, if you would even like to see what we feel about a movie that you like, any anything. Anything you want, or if you're creating something out there, hit us up because we're we'll plug it, we'll shill, we'll shill, baby shill. That's for sure. And uh, last but certainly not least, eight one two two productionscom uh, Check it out because Mike C will have a pet cemetery. Uh, yep. Probably by Sunday or Monday, depending upon when he gets it to me, we will have the pet cemetery review up there at HZ six zero seven reviews. Also, uh, you can stream and download our, uh, our our shows right from there. And then you can check out all the other stuff we do. And there's more stuff coming. So eight one two two productionscom all right thanks rich uh that's our show for this week i want to thank you guys for listening once again and uh we'll be back at it next week with more horror see ya